Welcome to Wrestling Stable, where you don't join, you're chosen. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are in rarefied air. We have a very special guest, the AirPod God, the most marketable, Mr. Richard Holiday. Richard, how are you today, sir? Well, you forgot the consumer's champion in my introduction. However, oh. I, will give you a, I will give you a pass. I am doing okay, um, obviously considering the times, but I am hanging in there the best way that I can possibly can. Okay, and sorry for leaving out some of your tagline there. It's okay, just do your research. All right, will do. Now, uh, before we get started, can you tell us how we can follow you on Twitter and Instagram? Yes. Uh, consumers, please follow me at Most Marketable. That is on Twitter. That is on Instagram. Uh, do not look me up on Facebook. I will not accept. And you can also check me out on Pro Wrestling Tees. Type in Richard Holiday. Two L's in my last name. Okay, perfect. Yes, we don't need any Facebook stalkers here. No, please no. So one of the shirts that you have on Pro Wrestling Tees is a Consumer Bucks shirt. Now, I'm pretty sure Starbucks is your go-to now, but when and where did you start drinking coffee? Oh, man, this is, um, we're going back a few years here. And uh, probably the first cup of coffee I ever had was, you know, growing up in New England was probably Dunkin' Donuts. Um, Might have been like an iced coffee, you know, with a ton of cream and sugar and fattening things in it. <laughs> and that was probably my first taste, and I slowly you know migrated into actually appreciating coffee for what it is and in how many different variations and forms it can come in and i believe i've become quite the connoisseur over the past uh, few years or so and but it's it's been a progression it's certainly been been a ride i've been enjoying and i'm sure there's 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 many more cups of coffee down the road for me to have and, and explore Absolutely. The other uh, is an AirPod God shirt. So we get your staple AirPods, which are great to not miss any calls and to keep others from talking to you. But what kind of foods should we be eating to have that AirPod God physique? Oof. I mean, well, I hate to break it to a lot of people, but, you know, you can you can eat, you know, as well as I can. But that's only going to do minimal you know, for you, just considering that not a lot of people have a great work ethic. Uh, to balance it out um, in the gym or in this case scenario in the great outdoors like I've been doing my workouts. Um, however, um, I do find myself um, having a very clean diet. Um, I, my, the foods that I eat are not very diverse. I eat a lot of chicken, rice, vegetables, oats, eggs, um, a little bit of fruit, um, and, and I don't really eat many sweets. So I'm very diligent. I understand that this is a full-time uh, pro wrestling is a full-time job. It's not just curtain to curtain. And it, it's very important to give my body the best nutrition that I can have in order to, you know, prolong my career. On Twitter, you have a clip directed to Liberty Mutual. Now, I assume they either called you or your agent and begged you to film that, right? Absolutely. I mean, they, they were pretty much dying um, for me to film that for them. You know, the, the insurance business at the moment is probably taking a bit of a hit. I can't imagine a lot of people are are uh, calling up looking for claims or looking for any, any bit to, to save money at the moment. So, you know, I don't know if Liberty Mutual is necessarily the cheapest, but, you know, they, they went out and, and reached out to me and my people and said, please film this video, which probably well, most certainly going to be better than the idiot who is on the commercial for them now. And I'm sure that in a few days' time, you know, you might see me as the poster boy for Liberty Mutual. You don't know. 
Um, you know, when you're breathing rarefied air, anything could happen. Absolutely looking forward to that. Uh, what other tips would you feel comfortable sharing for the consumers out there who just want to be better at marketing? Well, I think it's understanding the market in which you're trying to market yourself in. You know, it's what, what line of work are you in? Are you working? If you're not working, maybe you should probably market yourself better. Start with your resume. You know, pay a few bucks to have somebody look at it. If you are working and you find that you, that you are floundering, not flourishing, well, what are you doing? You know, take a hard look in the mirror, realize that you're probably not putting your best effort into it. And there's room on the table for you to grow. If you're in the professional wrestling business like I am, I would dare you to be different. I would dare you to try and do something a little unorthodox outside of the box and try and penetrate a market that is not being tapped into right now. Don't do things that others are doing. You know, you know emulation uh, can be a good thing minimally, but it's innovation that is going to be what is ultimately going to set you apart. Very well said, very well said. Now, most fans, excuse me, consumers, would know you from Major League Wrestling, MLW. There you are a founding member of the dynasty with Alexander Hammerstone and MJF. I believe the one-year anniversary was March 17th. How did yes. you know these gentlemen were so dynastic? Well, I think it was a gravitation. I think all three of us kind of came together and said, wow, we're three unbelievably talented individuals who bring something completely different to the table, yet at the same time have so many common similarities that make us this indestructible force of pure gold on TV. And that's exactly what happened. Me, Maxwell, and Hammerstone, we came together. And while albeit a bit shaky in the very beginning, once we started rocking and rolling, we were and are still the most talked about thing in all of Major League Wrestling and, dare I say, professional wrestling. And, you know, a lot of companies are struggling to find their niche. And I think Major League Wrestling found it with the dynasty. And that's why we're so heavily marketed. I mean, obviously, my lawyer slash my father had a lot to do with getting us as much TV time as we possibly can. But with that being said, we're capitalizing on that TV time. We're driving revenue. And people are clicking on Major League Wrestling links just to see what the dynasty is doing. Yes. Now, one of those members, uh, Maxwell, I guess, as you would say, teamed up with you to face Hart Foundation members Teddy Hart and Brian Pillman Jr. in Chicago in a ladder match. After a hard-hitting fight, you were able to knock Pillman Jr. off the ladder and grab the titles for your team. So I don't want to say you single-handedly won the MLW Tag Team titles, but some might say that. So what are your thoughts on that match or winning the Tag Team Championships? Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't single-handedly do it, but I certainly double-handedly do it because I grabbed both <laughs> the belts from the top of the ladder. And I was standing on top of there, and the TV was uh, – the camera was square on my face holding both of those championships. I couldn't have done it without Maxwell, so please don't think that I'm saying that. Right. But that was a defining moment for the dynasty to prove that we are much more than just the absolute best articulators in the business today, but we're also professional wrestlers who can get things done in the ring. And we went in there against Teddy Hart. Um, who's a complete lunatic, and Brian Pillman Jr., who is somebody who's willing to throw caution to the wind at any time. And we went in there in front of a ruckus uh, crowd of consumers in Chicago, and we came out victorious. And, you know, uh, embarrassingly enough, I think a lot of people were pegging the Hart Foundation to win. And shame on them for not believing in the dynasty and what the dynastic qualities that we bring. Yes. And you were also the undisputed Caribbean champion. What does that title mean to you? Well, that title means um, initially not much to me. Um, yeah. But now it means the world to me. Because I've realized 
how important I am really to, you know, that small islands of the Caribbean, you know, really think about what they're going through right now. Um, just tough times. And they could look at me, Richard Holiday, as kind of like a God in a yeah. sense. They can look at me as the AirPod God. I am the chosen one for them. I am now their leader. I represent the Caribbean. And I'm doing a lot of really great things from a business development standpoint in the Caribbean. Um, you'll see that on later dates of, of MLW. But it's been, it's, it's been good. Um, I don't spend all too much time in the Caribbean because, well, I don't want to. But it, it's been nice to be the champion of them. And I, I really have made that one of the most, if not the most, talked about championship in all of MLW. Another great thing that you've done is that you were in the opening match in MLW's debut in New York. Living in Connecticut, can you tell us what that meant to you? Well, I think it meant more to the consumers because, think about it, this is the first time that they're going to be checking out Major League Wrestling in a live capacity. And the first person to come out of the curtain is none other than myself, Richard Holiday. And right then and there, I think I set the tone for what Major League Wrestling is, right? The consumers were like, okay, this is the real deal. This, this is big time. I'm glad that I purchased my ticket like a good consumer should. And I'm sitting here and I'm watching Richard Holiday perform. And right then and there, they were hooked. You know, anything that happened in that match doesn't matter. What matters is me making that entrance first and foremost, and the consumers just being captivated from the moment they laid their eyes on me. And right then and there, they had, uh, MLW had lifelong consumers. In the latest episode of Fusion, MLW forced you to face Mance Warner's Mystery Man at the ECW arena. This turned out to be the blue meanie. What did your lawyer have to say about this? Well, my lawyer slash my father was not particularly happy about this situation. Um, as I mentioned, he does review my contract from time to time. And there is a clause within there in the fine print, a subclause that, you know, uh, an intoxicated performer should not justifiably be able to make an opponent for me. But somehow this fell through the cracks and I was left out there uh, for dead. And the blue meanie came out there and... Mance Warner was distracting me to the point where I had to just go and, and, and calm him down and say, listen, good sir, I am in the ring performing for the consumers what I do best. Um, and then he offered me a beer. You, didn't, you couldn't hear that on TV. He whispered it. And he said it with his eyes. And he said, have a beer. And I said, Mance, I don't drink beer. You know that. I'm a red wine guy. But he insisted. So I, being a gentleman, took a beer. And then, you know, I showed the consumers, hey, guys, I'm going to drink this beer. And then I opened the can. The aroma of the beer hit my nostrils. And right then and there, I said, well, I'm gonna, if I drink this, I'm probably going to vomit all over the place. And I just can't have that on national TV. So I just decided to dump the beer. Uh, the floor looked a little dry. I figured maybe I can, you know, give it a little bit of, of, of moisture. Maybe the floor needed, needed some beer. I don't know what I was thinking in that moment. I was so confused. Um, and then I would have won that match and Mance Warner decided to spit that disgusting beer in my face. I'd rather not talk about it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now we know that you're a marketing expert. So how do you think MLW can get more exposure to get into that top three for more consumers to understand what major league wrestling is all about? Well, I'd ask you, what do you consider the top three? So, I mean, I think that a lot of people would say the WWE, AEW, and I mean, I would consider MLW right up there, uh, but maybe for some people who don't consider that. All right. So uh, a good rephrasing of that question might have been better because I do consider MLW to be in the top three. Right. Um, sure. Does AEW and WWE have more resources 
than MLW? Sure, of course they do. Um, but does that mean that they have better talent? I don't think necessarily, no. And I think as long as consumers watch MLW Fusion on a weekly basis, they're going to find that Fusion is exactly what we say that it is. It's a perfect blend of Lucha Libre and Deathmatch Wrestling and Hardcore and Classic Pro Wrestling and then Dynastic Wrestling. And a good portion of the show was really dedicated to myself, Hammerstone, and Gina Medina. And we are crushing the ratings right now, like literally crushing them. B in sports could not be happier with the way that we are performing. Um, YouTube is sending Court Bauer, um, you know, plaques and trophies on a weekly basis, just saying, oh my God, you don't understand how many consumers are watching with the dynasty is on the screen. So we're doing pretty good things for MLW. Um, we continue to, to prosper and, and gain leverage in, in, this, in this industry. And I think um, maybe this virus might have halted some of the things that are going to be coming for MLW. I'm not sure. But I would say by fall of 2020, you're going to have a, probably a much different perspective on MLW. Okay. And just a message to everyone listening, uh, you know, Fusion drops every week for free on YouTube. So there's no reason you should not watch this weekly and binge on the over a hundred plus episodes that are already there on demand. So absolutely. I mean, be a smart consumer, go and check it out. Yes. Now, Richard, you also grace beyond wrestling with your rarefied air. You know, this week beyond is dropping the entire 2019 tournament on YouTube. Uh, so one of the matches is you versus top talent, Christian Casanova. Can you tell us more about that match or Casanova in general? Well, Christian Casanova, I believe is one of the better talents in the world today. And I think that match should be viewed by a lot of people. Um, the result of that match, I would like to point out does not matter. Um, right. you know, I, I am still, um, the most marketable man in wrestling, regardless of any outcome of match. And every once in a while, you know, um, a, a competitor might or might not get the better of me. Christian may or may not have, um, you know, I don't really consider it a spoiler considering the match already happened, but mm -hmm. it's what it is. Um, that is a tremendous match. One of the matches I am most proud of, uh, in, in terms of my body of work in 2019. And I think you might see a different side of me that maybe you don't see every week on MLW. And it might give you a little bit of a different perspective on myself. So I would say 100% check it out. Okay. Uh, so, Richard, before we wrap up, tell us again how to follow you on, on Twitter and Instagram. At Most Marketable on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me and also go to Pro Wrestling Tees. You can get a couple of my shirts. Um, Type in Richard Holiday in the search bar. It's not that hard. Uh, but again, it is at most marketable on Twitter and Instagram. Great. And we're also going to put those links in the podcast and YouTube description so everyone can check those out there. Uh, so not sure what everyone is listening from, but you can listen to this over and over again on the Wrestling Stable YouTube channel and on the Wrestling Stable podcast on your preferred podcast provider. Uh, Richard, thank you so much for your time. And uh, thank you to everyone checking out Wrestling Stable. Where you don't join, you're chosen.